Welcome to the Career Empowerment Network. I'm your host, Brianna Dotson, and around here, we believe that we can have both a life and career that excites us every morning. We chat all things around climbing the corporate ladder and landing high-paying dream jobs, all without giving up your social life. After landing over 25 interviews, I accepted a dream offer and was promoted from college intern to corporate commercial manager in less than five years. And now my goal is to empower women just like you to live their best freaking lives while working in corporate America. If you're a high achieving woman who's ready to ditch societal norms and build a life you're obsessed with while skyrocketing your career, you're in the right place. So grab a cup of coffee and let's dive in. Hello, I hope you're having the absolute best day ever. Today on the podcast, I wanted to share some of my, I don't know if they're like horror interview stories, if that's even the right word, but like just some of the interviews that I've been through or the interview journeys that I've gone on with different companies because I know the job search process can feel intimidating. I have totally been there myself. I have felt all of the feelings. I've been on that job search roller coaster where you have high highs and low lows, like all the way to landing your next job. And I totally understand what it feels like. And I've had some clients lately who are going through the interview process themselves ask me questions about my own interview journey with different jobs, especially when I went on that summer. I had so many different interviews with so many different companies, right? Not all of them were fine and dandy and perfect and landed in job offers right away. Like I shared, like I received some offers. I've got some lowball offers that weren't willing to negotiate. I negotiated some offers and just like everything in between. So I was like, you know what? Let me share with all of you, right, that are listening my interview horror stories, right? Because you are not alone in what you're feeling. The job search process can be a lot, especially when you're working a full-time job, right? And you put so much energy and effort into an interview and it doesn't pan out as planned, or you get like the bottom of the range offer, like it can feel pretty like terrible. And I want you to know that you're not alone and that so many people out there are facing the same thing, but you don't see that on LinkedIn, right? When you scroll on LinkedIn, it's a highlight reel like any social media platform. People are celebrating jobs, salary increases, exciting things at work, right? But we don't really know what's happening behind the scenes. So I wanted to give you a look behind the curtain in my own interview journey with different jobs and companies to kind of let you know you're not alone and like crazy stuff goes on no matter who you are, right? I don't even know how I can go about like talking about this in a way that makes sense, but I was like, let's just do it. I have my notes here on some of my interviews and we'll just make it make sense. (laughs) So one of the companies that I was really interested in working in, it was for an account manager role and it worked on a specific account that I had some experience with. So I think they really liked that my skills aligned with that. But this company, it was pretty cool because they had like things on their site, right? They had like free breakfast, free lunch. They had all of these other things, which pretty much are like, here, we're giving you all these things to have you stay at work longer. But (laughs) that's another topic for another day. But they had those exciting things. And I was early on in my career. And I was like, okay, this is really cool. I toured their facility, like everything. It it sounded like a great opportunity. And I really vibed with the two more senior account managers who had interviewed with me. And it was for just an account manager role. It was more of a mid-level sort of position. But at this point, I had had a lot of experience leading up to it. I met, you know, the minimum qualifications. I was still early on in my career, but they were interviewing me. So I was like, okay, like, you know, I totally recommend applying to jobs that you're 60 to 70% qualified for. 
So it was going well, right? I was super pumped about it um, and all of those things. The interview process went great. And they're like, okay, the last round is to interview with the director. You know, he's a really cool guy. Like you can talk with him. He's been really busy on the accounts, but we'll try to schedule some time. So we ended up scheduling some time. And then the HR recruiter reached out. They're like, hey, something came up, last minute travel. Like the director is going to have to go travel. So he's not going to be able to make the interview, but we'll reschedule when we have more clarity on what the calendar and timeline looks like. And so I was like, okay, perfect. Like didn't think anything of it. Well, then I never heard anything back ever. Well, not ever. There was an extended period of time. So I didn't hear anything back. You know, my follow-up game is so strong. Like I am all for following up. I teach that heavily inside of Get Hired. But I was like, okay, like, um, well, So I would follow up, still nothing, like literally ghosted, absolutely nothing. And I was like kind of annoyed because I'm like, okay, you hyped me up. You said that, you know, I was the top candidate because they literally verbally told me that. And the last round was going to be with the director, just more of like a culture fit and all of that. So I was really annoyed, but I'm like, you know what? Like clearly this is not a company that I would work for. And I should have taken that red flag from the start. So a short period of time later, that same company actually reached out to me for another account manager role. And this one was kind of a level lower. It was more of like a junior account manager role and it was for a different account. And I was like, okay, like maybe like something happened with that other role and they were like, oh, they wanted someone with like more experience or whatever it was. Right. And I was like, you know, It could have been for whatever reason. So I was like, okay, I'll interview for this other role. I interviewed with the actual just straight to the hiring manager. And he was also the director and I would be kind of reporting to him. It was a little bit of smaller organization than the other account manager role. And I really liked our conversation. I felt like he was a really good manager based on the questions that I asked and the conversation that we had. And right then and there, I gave him my salary expectations. And he literally looked me in the eyes and was like, that should not be a problem. So... (laughs) I'm sharing all those details because conversation must have gotten around that he was considering hiring me for that group. All of a sudden, one of the previous women that I spoke with in the other group, the original group that I wanted to work for, that I had experience with that specific customer, called me and let me know that the role I had originally interviewed for became now a senior account manager role, and they had a more junior level role that was open that would pretty much be the same exact role that I just interviewed with the other team. And she clearly said names, said the other team, like knew that I had interviewed with them. And she was very transparent and was like, here's the range for this lower level position. So me thinking that I was already interviewing in the final stages for the higher level position, that they would give me the higher end of the range. And it was very close to what I had mentioned to the other um, hiring manager in the other group. So I said, okay, yes, I'm interested. So right away, they extended me an offer and they literally gave me, and when I say literally gave me bottom of the range, like literally the lowest number. The woman I spoke with gave me the entire range. They literally gave me the lowest end of the range. And I was like, okay, this is a little bit of a slap in the face, but let me try to negotiate and see what happens. Then I tried to negotiate. I tried to call the recruiter who had sent me the written offer and they did not pick up the phone. They were like, oh, if you want to negotiate, it's through email. We'll loop in the director. They'll make the final decisions, but just like write us an email. And you know that I am like not a fan of emailing during negotiation. You can't pick up on social cues. You can't 
explain yourself. They can't hear your voice or your tone or any of those things. So email is always a last resort, but I'm like, you know what? Let me follow through with this and just see because there are some points right where you want to kind of follow through to walk away with the proper closure, but I thought like, okay, maybe they're giving me the lower end of the range because they want me to negotiate because it's kind of like an account manager, like sales role, right? That's what I expected. So anyway, pretty much I had to negotiate via email and long story short, they wanted me to send them like my college transcripts and all of this stuff. And mind you, I'd been out of college for a couple of years and I had a good GPA. Did I go to like the best school in the nation? No, I went to like a state school in Michigan. And their response back to my negotiation was like they weren't able to make any wiggle room. They based it off of like GPA, school, degree, all of this stuff. And I was like, what in the world? <laughs> so I was like, after they dragged me through that entire process, I was like, I should have just taken the red flag when they ghosted me the first time, but I didn't really know. And I was kind of like, okay, should I do this? Should I not? I was still like early on and I ended up declining and I was like, (laughs) yes. So I ended up declining the offer. I reached out to the woman who had reached out to me from the original interview and she was super nice. I know it gets to a point where the hiring manager can't really do as much if the director and all of those things. And just because you, you know, there's just a lot of different things. So I'd reach out to her and I ended up staying connected with her on LinkedIn, but it was just like a weird situation where I'm like, I should have just taken the red flag, but I got the closure that I needed. And I understand that there were so many red flags in the hiring process imagine working for that company or all of those things that it just wasn't the right fit. And I'm thankful that I didn't accept that offer because it led me to then accepting my dream offer later on. But that's not the worst interview that I've been through. (laughs) So that was one interview process that I went through that ended and was like a dud with a bunch of red flags. But the next one that I want to share is even worse. So with this next interview disaster interview horror story (laughs) if that's what we're still calling it it is really how I want to preface this is by the same thing I say to all my clients when they get to the final round or they're interviewing and they get ghosted or they don't end up landing the job it's like you can never know what's happening on the other side right you will never know if it's like an internal candidate if it's someone who was an intern there or someone who knew someone it's somebody's family member or close relative or something well family member and close relative are the same but you get what i'm saying right you will never fully understand what you were up against and that is exactly what happened to me in the beginning of this situation and it's another like long drawn out process that's why i preface this episode by saying like I'm going to make it make sense. So this company was another company that I had found through networking and reaching out directly to the recruiter and having some conversations with her and scheduling interviews. So this was for another account manager position, obviously. This point in my career, I was in like kind of my sales focused um, identity, if that's what we want to call it. And so it was another account manager position and it was in the same industry that I was in and I had a lot of experience, you know, that would align me with this role. And I went through, you know, there was like a phone screen, then I had an interview with the hiring manager, then there was a panel interview and they each were like, the whole interview process was like four rounds, but in the panel interview, it was literally like four hours and in a hot room, like I was in my blazer, like sweat. And so I went through the process. I made it to the final interview. I really feel like I connected with the hiring manager. And then I interviewed with two people that were on the team and like as like a panel interview and then another 
to people that were cross-functional teams or worked in different areas. So I thought I absolutely killed it. I am an in-person interview like girly through and through. I love being in person. I feel like that's where I can really market myself and have those conversations and really, you know, connect with the energy of the others in the room and be super personable and all of that. And one of the um, women who was already on the team went to my same university. So we connected over that and it just seemed like a great fit. There were so many amazing benefits. It was going to be like a huge salary jump for me. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is it. The final conversation I had after the final interview was with the VP of HR. And I'm like, okay, these are all good signs. Like we're doing it. Like I'm getting this job. It was close to home where I was at the time and like all of the stars aligned and then I didn't get the job and I was pretty bummed about it because you know you invest a lot of time you take time off work you get excited about it you start dreaming of the possibilities and then you don't get it it was frustrating I was sad and all of those things right I felt all the emotions and I'm like you know what this just isn't it for me well fast forward a couple weeks later (laughs) they reached out to me again for the exact same position in another group. And I was like, okay. They said that, you know, the VP of HR really liked me and the hiring manager had really good things to say about me, but why didn't he hire me? He had really good things to say about me and passed my resume along to another group that was hiring for the same position. So I went through the entire process again, the hiring manager, panel interviews, Um, with cross-functional team, met with the team, all of that. And I was like, okay, this is it. This is my second chance here. I freaking got it in the bag. I didn't get it. And I will have you know that that situation happened to me a third time. I'm embarrassed to say that. I record podcasts in my closet. I'm like, okay, nobody can hear me, but I did that a third time. Uh, Needless to say, it came out the same way. I did not end up working for that company. But the story doesn't end there. So I went through that process a third time, same exact thing. My resume got passed along and then I didn't get it. And I was like, you know what? I'm done. (laughs) I am absolutely done with the company, right? Clearly the stars were not aligned for me. This was not where I was supposed to be. Clearly, you know, God had another plan for me. Not shortly after the third time, I get a call from the VP of HR at this company. And he says, Brianna, we're really interested in you. You know, you would fit the company culture. You have an amazing experience, but you keep getting beat out by internal candidates who were inside sales representatives that are getting promoted into this job. And I'm like, so here's the thing. How was I supposed to know that? For me, I'm like, okay, is it me? Was it me? Like, is it something I did that I've gone through this three times? But some companies are required to interview external candidates as well as internal candidates before they hire an internal candidate for the job. But how would you know that? How would I know that, right? He shared that with me and he's like, so we do have an inside sales representative role, which was way below what I was interviewing for. The salary was lower, the roles and responsibilities were lower. It was very much a desk job sitting on Excel all day, which is just not my vibe. It's literally There are so many other things in this world that I would rather do than that, pretty much anything. I was kind of upset and I was very honest with him. I was very honest and I said, you know, I've enjoyed my entire interview experience with this company. I really feel like aligned with the company's goals and mission and everyone I've met along the way has been absolutely amazing and I would love to work with them one day in an account manager role, but where I'm at in my career right now, I just am not able to take a couple of steps back 
to, you know, take on an inside sales role because I'm really looking for an outside, you know, sales, more account manager role in my career. He was completely understanding. But he was like, you know, after all of this, I wanted to just be real with you, which obviously I'm extremely grateful for and let you know kind of what was happening because we have brought you in for so many interviews. I'm like, yeah, uh uh-huh. You mentioned that. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of interviews. Actually, after that, maybe a month later, and this is after I was already in like a role, a hiring manager for another inside sales rep role reached out to me, which was like the lower level and was like, oh, your inter- your resume came across my desk. And that's where I really was like, oh my goodness, thank you so much for reaching out. You know, I'm in a new role, like, you know, <laughs> low key in the background. I was like, please don't ever contact me again, like all that stuff. But anyway, needless to say, that was my experience with that second company. And Ultimately, I am grateful for being able to interview with these companies multiple times because it obviously, of course, increased my, or not increased, but made my, uh, bettered my interview skills and that sort of thing as well. And, you know, I always want to be the type of person that's like, instead of why is this happening to me? Like, like, how is this happening for me? Like, why is this happening for me? Like, what am I going to learn from this? Through that entire experience, through both of those experiences, and I don't have enough minutes in this podcast to talk about all of my flopped experiences, but through all of that, I was able to learn and master interviewing skills, right? Now I can hold more space for my clients who are going through the same thing. Now I am a career coach and I empower women to like set their standards in their career and not settle in their career and understand red flags in the interview process. And all of that ultimately led me to landing a dream opportunity that I actually freaking loved. That was my dream job with a company that aligned. And by the time I got to that interview, I was able to market myself so well because I had so much practice along the way. So those were my interview like horror stories, I guess. But like I prefaced is you are not alone. Even people who are super far on in their career, maybe even people you see on LinkedIn and you admire or you look up to and where they're at in their career, guaranteed they had lots of flopped interviews to get there. Guaranteed they had the job search roller coaster as well, like the valleys and the highs of the entire job search process going up, down, around, zigzag. Um, I'm not sure if any one of you has been to a Cedar Point, but I like to think of like the Raptor (laughs) where you're just kind of going around and around and around. But yeah, so. That is all I had for today's episode. (laughs) I hope that you enjoyed hearing about my own personal stories because I did have a lot of self-reflection and nice walk down memory lane. But if you are looking to get off the job search roller coaster and you want consistent interviews where you can have options, you can better your skills, you can have options on like negotiating whether you're willing to accept or decline offers, all of that Get Hired group coaching program is for you. The link to all the details in the application will be dropped below in the show notes. And of course, if you have any questions, concerns, or you just want to chat, my DMs on Instagram are always open at Brianna F. Dotson. And I hope you enjoy the rest of this beautiful day and I will chat with you next time.